Greetings, kinky people. Hi, it's Kiki. Welcome back. Episode 10. Yes, I'm keeping up because <laughs> I've been shitty the last two episodes. Episode 10 of Kinks with Kiki. Glad you all, you know, it's been a hell of a week for me. I'm glad you all are here listening. I'm sure I'll be getting, you know, some great feedback because you all have been wonderful these last five to six days. So I'm very appreciative. But yeah, again, thanks. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. You know, episode 10. I can't believe I made it to episode 10. Personally, didn't think I would make it past episode three, but we're here. (laughs) (laughs) So woohoo. And if you heard the beginning of the podcast, I always do my S&M, a.k.a. Song and Mood of the Week. And that was Sativa, which is my favorite weed, by Janae Aiko. And I chose that song for the week because I want to smoke. Why else would I choose it? You know, everybody knows Janae Aiko is a uber weed head. And she loves Sativa. I love Sativa. Personally, Indica makes me hallucinate. And then hybrids give me that beautiful balance of hallucination and like tiredness and like unnecessary wokeness where I'm just like, but the sky though. Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> like I'll just sit on the couch slumped, like, but really, what does life even really mean? Like, so I don't do, you know, hybrids. I try to stick to sati- uh, sativa. Perfect song for the week because I have not smoked in about six weeks. I'm lying. I smoked probably about three weeks ago. A bong, very, very dangerous. One puff and you're high. But anyway, so yeah, that was my song, Mood of the Week, because I want to smoke. I plan to smoke soon or eat it soon. Something weed related. I don't know. Oils or tabs, something. But yeah. You should do an episode while you're on edibles. I want to do that. I would love to do that. That would be so awesome. That would be hilarious. It would, but see, I'm not like the goofy type when I smoke. What are like you? I really, I'm like, like I'm on ten on a normal. So when I'm like high, it's like completely different. Like I'm so chilled and are so you? quiet and so relaxed. So you, you'd probably come to, hey guys, it's yeah. uh, <laughs> Kings with Kiki. It uh, it's gonna sound like a classical music radio station. <laughs> it? Like late night radio. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Kiss FM. Like welcome back. That's hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, so you know, song and mood of the week, Janae Eco Sativa, to all my fellow 420ers out there, you know, smoke one for me. Or, you know, send your girl a bag. Like, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> so I'm just going to go, you know, jump right into Weekly with Kiki. Now, let me tell y'all motherfuckers how my week has been, because now I have a new listenership, which I am so appreciative, so appreciative of. So I went on Horrible Decisions. Oh, you popping now. <laughs> oh, you popping. And let me tell you, my following and my emails and my DMs have literally been through the roof since Monday, since that episode aired. And it's just like, whoo, okay, I went from like 200 little followers on Instagram to now over 1,000. And you all, I'm not going to lie, you have definitely overwhelmed me. I wake up to like 350 likes every morning because I turned my notifications all the way off because I could not deal. My phone was freezing. It was a lot. But because I went on normal decisions, now I'm getting a lot of exposure, which I definitely appreciate. I love Wheezy and Mandy. They are really, really cool individuals and funny as fuck. And 
their faces with some of the stories I was telling, especially like the throw up story. That's what I'm coining it as. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> like Wheezy was ill. Like she was like, I, I can't. But I mean, I'm so thankful. She low key fronting though, because I feel like she would do some shit like that. I think that. she would. So do I. Like she would be about that life. I definitely think that she would do some <laughs> shit like that. But I, I'm so appreciative and I appreciate uh, everybody who has been sending me things and like wishing me well and finding me i'm gonna talk about that you know because i've had people from home friends old college roommates college mates high school mates and now here recently my ex-boyfriend's best friend you know who you are you literally just sent me a message you listen to the podcast so i'm talking about you people have found me from home and it's made me a little bit uncomfortable because i'm like oh i can keep this in new york but now I'm, i'm starting to see i can't are they and, pussy hunting though? No. Are they like? Are they like? Oh shit, she freaky. They're like, oh, you're into it, and you've been into it. Give me some advice. Like, where can I find dungeons in North Carolina? And I didn't find any in North Carolina. I found a few in New York, but <laughs> not only dungeons you find out in North Carolina are like the old slave day back ones, bro. <laughs> that's the, that's the <laughs> South, bro. They ain't using that for no sex shit. Them shits is under them old ass slave plantations. Stay the fuck away from any no, of them. No, joints. no, no, no. I forgot. No, actually they have, I don't think it's a dungeon. So to my listeners in North Carolina, if you live in the Charlotte, Gastonia, Cornelius, Canapolis, uh, not Cornelius, fuck, Canapolis area. If you live in that area, Gastonia has a kinky club. And I think it's like majority white people and to the people who live in Charlotte, y'all already know how Gaston County get down. They one of the most racist counties in the state. I don't know if the white people would be so accepting of people of color who are kinky as well, but they do have a club. Um, if I find it on Instagram, I think I have found it once before on like Facebook. So if I find it, I will definitely put it out there on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Yo, Kiki, you fucked up. Kiki. What? You sending, yo, you sending... People of color who are into BDSM to the most racist county of I worked, the Carolina. Ooh, mm, I was about to say something. I mean, I worked in that county, so I know the people, how they are. Not everyone in the county is racist because the county has a, a chunk of black people and Hispanic people as well. And like a few Asian, not many, because we don't have a lot of Asians in North Carolina. But, you know, we have um, a few people. They about color. to walk into that sex club and it's going to be like <laughs> when you know when someone walks into class late. Everyone's just going to turn around and just stare at them. <laughs> Looking like, <gasps> mad awkward. <laughs> what you do? What you doing here? Oh, my God. They do talk like that I'm in Gaston County. You, see, you fucking up. Oh, my God. They're so country. And hick. <laughs> I'm country. I don't consider myself hick. I consider nah. myself a Southern Belle. Scarlet. O'Hara, if you'd like to call me that. Because my roommate. You don't really got that hard of a Southern accent, though. Like your southern you have accent to hear ain't that me deep. Talk to if you were down there, yeah, because yeah. it 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 gets thick when I talk to my parents. Like sometimes you can't even understand me. You know, I just heard a term the other day called code switching. Code switching. Code switching. I never heard of this before. Like when you turn it on and off. Yeah, man. It I is, never heard of that before, and I didn't realize I was doing it. Yeah. Until I heard about it, I was like, "Shit!" So I be code switching. Is that a bad thing? I I feel like it's a bad thing, but I feel like. When you're an adult, like when you become an adult and you get into like a more professional setting, yeah. it kind of naturally just evolves. Because like when I be on the phone with customer service, my voice would be like, I, I go from talking like your dog to, excuse me, what is it that you need exactly. right now? <laughs> you need my uh, my social security card number? Yes. 
I just be, I, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like once you, you know, you become exposed to like, if you're in like a certain type of profession where you have to have like that white voice, quote unquote, <laughs> then it's, it's kind of like, it's like an on and off switch. Listen, it if, really if is. we on the phone, if, if we on the phone and you could assume that I'm like Bill. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine if it's gonna get me what i need faster <laughs> fuck it i'll be white for this phone call because it, it's like completely day and night and i know that that's a thing because at my job i'll be like bitch nigga what the fuck and i'm on wall street by the way mm-hmm. and then the phone will ring like hi this is <laughs> oh what's in my name shit <laughs> all right Okay, I'm going to have to... Uh, find a way to edit that out. <laughs> but anyway, my bad. Continue, continue. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, you know, I've been getting some some things from you all. I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't find any sex dungeons in North Carolina, but y'all know it is the Bible Belt. You don't have a hard time. Everybody, they believe in Jesus and shotguns. <laughs> First off, you want to know why that shit that made no sense? Because the Bible got mad dungeons. All right? The Bible, they no one got whipped more than Jesus. I'm just That's saying. That's true. I'm just saying. But Jesus didn't like it. How we know? We weren't there. That's true. I'm just, and then I'll be quiet. Listen, he took it. You know, like he ain't fight back or nothing. No. For all we know, he was a masochist. He probably was. He, he chilled on that back. cross and all that. He let that shit rock. Yo, whoever's religious listening to your shit is going to hate me. Thank God we didn't say my name in this episode. If you're heavily religious, I'm a little weirded out that, that you're listening, listening to, to this podcast, right? That's true. Because I am not a religious person. I am spiritual. I do believe in a higher being. But you will not hear any Bible quotes. Man, I'd be the religious people <laughs> that be overly freaky anyway, man. Y'all they be the do. fucked up weird ones. Sorry, we ain't judging you. They do. No judgment. But Praise I mean, Jesus, you know, get whipped, whatever you do. If doing. you want to, you know... and enjoy bdsm with your husband if you're married or with your wife then i say you know do you boo boo just make sure you ain't got no bruises and if you can cover them up with your church like your church or your sunday hat i don't know your sunday best but yeah okay so yeah um like i said i've been getting a lot of feedback um i've been weirded out because people from home have been finding me i did not realize <laughs> which is stupid of me like oh so people at home listen to horrible decisions <laughs> Oh, shit. So, like, a few people have found me. They've sent me DMs, and I'm just like, whew. Okay, so now that, and I knew this going on horrible decisions, that I was going to be exposed because they have a bigger fan base and a bigger following than mine. So it's like, now I'm just going to live in my shit. I'm going to own it. And it is what it is. I'm super excited. So all my, you know, private life is out there, and I'm perfectly okay with that because I don't have secrets. Like, I'm... Most of the time, I'm an open book, so. Had secrets until you just said your name. Damn. <laughs> now it's a wrap. Damn it. <laughs> I can't believe I said my freaking name. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the last thing that's going on with me, you know, weekly with Kiki, I will be on another podcast soon. I will be recording very, very soon. And once that is released, I will put that out there on good old Twitter and good old Tumblr and good old instagram but until then yeah so i'm getting a little buzz you know i don't consider myself popping but i'm getting a little buzz so. oh you popping <laughs> oh you popping so i'm excited about that but um yeah that's just pretty much what's been going on with my week just trying to come down off of this horrible decisions high like 
my following like it's it's calmed down a little bit so i'm a little happy about that because monday and tuesday i was so overwhelmed i'm like i'm trying to read everybody's emails and trying to read everybody's dms i'm just like oh oh okay you cannot do everybody you can't answer everybody's question you can't oh we're gonna let her have her moment she needs to relax he doesn't like it like josh hates it i'm here for it listen if y'all listen to my podcast, the Token Shit Podcast, you know that I got two cats. <laughs> and my, my cats be wildin'. I'm here for it. And one like, of my cats is, is in heat. She horny as fuck. Same. You know? <laughs> I mean, it is women, ladies, women. gentlemen. Same. But anyway. Okay, so yeah, we're going to jump into the topic of the week, which whew, it took a lot for me to read and research and think about my own personal experience with this particular kink. And that is humiliation and degradation. I always fuck that word up every time. So this week, we're going to talk about erotic humiliation. To the sadists out there, I'm pretty sure if you have a sex slave or submissive, you probably already know about humiliation. So I'm going to give my term of humiliation and I'm going to give the technical term for both humiliation and degradation so in my world from my experience humiliation is doing whatever it is necessary to make that person feel horrible whether it I'll go into different types later but whether it's what they say to you what they do to you doing whatever it is to make you feel completely low I call it psychological warfare. Sometimes I call it psychological sadism, but it's whatever it is to just fuck with you mentally. And the actual, you okay? I'm I'm just curious. <laughs> you finish, finish. Um, I was gonna no. It's a lot. I was gonna go into the whole. It's just it. Are you making someone feel horrible or low if they like it? That's what I have to go into. Yeah. All right. See, because, that's why I said. Yeah. Let me, let, I'm gonna save my commentary on that one. This is. <laughs> That's just weird regardless. Okay. So the definition for erotic humiliation is consensual because everything is about consent in you know, the BDSM and kink community. Consensual psychological humiliation in order to produce erotic excitement or sexual arousal. This can be for the person being humiliated and demeaned and for the person actually doing the humiliating, which all goes back into a sadist masochist relationship, whether it be, you know, a sadistic woman or man and vice versa. Um, it's considered a part of sexual role play and it's also considered a part of the BDSM community. I personally feel like humiliation within itself is its own kink. It can be a part of BDSM if you're in like a BDSM scene that may require humiliation, but I feel like it can actually stand alone. Like you don't necessarily have to be into like the bondage or you don't even have to be like in a DS or MS, which is dominant submissive um, master slave relationship. You can just be like, I feel like the little white dudes on wall street that just want somebody to call them like a white nigger lover or something. I don't know, but as <laughs> wild as fuck. <laughs> but I feel like humiliation, it really can stand alone. Um, I got some really good insight online to give like the technical terms and it says humiliation is a subjective issue and is dependent on context. And basically what I took from that is it's very subjective because it's all in what one person considers humiliating may not be degrading to another. And I'll go into 
a little detail about that when I explain my experience with humiliation that was a one-time thing and never happened again because I am not equipped for it. No, I'll just leave it at that. Um, okay. It, again, like I said, little white men on Wall Street who, like, they dick stomped on and they want to be called, like, you know, Jim Crow's, like, lover or something. That, I don't know. That's crazy. That <laughs> but it doesn't have to be sexual. You can be aroused. Like, they could just get their kicks off of being slapped by somebody of color. And I feel like Weezy might have talked about that briefly. Like... That should sound like some kind of racism. I don't know, man. Well, no, that was, I'm sorry, that was Mandy when she said about the guy who liked to be called her bitch, like the dude that was submissive yeah, to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, sometimes it's just you get an arousal, like you get your kicks from it. Not necessarily your rocks off from it, but you just, you get excited from somebody degrading you. Yeah. But, like, to specifically like someone to degrade you because they're black and you're white. And it's, like, it's like, called, that's I weird forgot, it's fuck. called race play. Is that right? Ra- it's called race that play. That sounds wild. It's like... And it's, I feel like it's wild because what I've seen on Tumblr with race play is like you have white people like calling like people of color, like people of color allowing them to call them like racial like slurs, like, well, like white men calling black women like nigger bitch, nigger with the E-R. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about bitch. hard R's out here. Yeah, not Mm-mm. an A, not a nigger, my nigger, nigger. I ain't black, <laughs> but this is what I'm going to say. Shorty, if you out here letting that happen, you fucking up, man. Yeah. You can't be doing but that. But everybody has their kink. No kink. We don't shame. No, we ain't no sh- kink shaming. Is, I don't know if that counts as kink shaming, man. It's just it like, does. Yeah, chill. You let white, you let white boy call you. That's crazy. And she's getting off on it. Like she's, okay. you know, I, horny I, off of it or having orgasms off of it. I don't judge. But I personally know that race play is a hard limit for me. I don't want to call no white dude. No, you know. I've been fetishized know. before. Like I would have like white girls like me because I'm like Spanish with tattoos and shit like that. But that's just being a person of color. You know, yeah. we all get that. Like That's not race play, though. That's like more like, like no, she specifically like fetishized, like you said. Yeah, she like she like says she's like, I just really like like Latino men with tattoos like that she just liked that it wasn't even about my personality it was just it was just because i was a latino man who you were t- yeah exactly <laughs> and I, I at first i was like it sounds kind of fucked up like you don't like me for me i'm like you like me for who i am but i'm cool just give me some <laughs> pussy let's just oh my god i don't need Nig- you to like <laughs> <I'm> just niggers <laughs> terrible uh, i'm done what did right. i tell y'all in like episode eight or nine well, not nine because nine was with extra juicy. Hey, y'all! But what did I tell y'all? Nick, the goal is always to get the pussy. <laughs> no, uh, listen. Her Whether goal. You throwing it at her goal is to get it. the dick. So all I'm hey. doing, I'm matching that energy. You know what I'm saying? Keep we we keeping energy. the same energy across exactly. the board. I feel you. You know, I feel you. But yeah, I'm not into race play. That's a hard limit. But you know, it's some people who out here. You know, they really out here and they here for it. Um, so. The definition, well, not the definition, but the types of humiliation are verbal and physical. I'll break down like how they actually work in a little bit. And it says that they can be done verbally or physically and can be in public or can be in private. And I'm going to, I found a few ways to humiliate sex slaves and I'll go into detail about how some of them can be private and how some of them can be in public because some of them actually are done purposely in public to humiliate a person um some individuals assume 
that like they assume the acting role where they're the one who's going to be doing the degrading and then of course the other individual is on the receiving end where they're going to be receiving like the abuse because I personally feel like it's abuse and I know that's a lot coming from me because I've been caned and I've been whipped like literally with whips and floggers but anyway it's I'll explain why I'm not into the whole psychological part of BDSM. Um, so I'll go into degradation, which is the act or the process of damaging or ruining something. So that's why degradation and humiliation go into play because you can humiliate a person so severely that you can actually damage them. And that actually happened to me, which is why I'm just not a fan of it. Sounds like my childhood. Really? I'm just saying, yo, my mom used to disrespect me in public. That should, I'm definitely damaged. You were a kid. That's it. She was you wild. were probably wild acting up. You know, you get slapped in public, man. That shit affects you. So what did you do to get slapped? I don't know. I don't remember. It don't exactly. matter. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the damage. We're talking about the damage. No, okay? no, 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 no. Because this is not because that person did something. This is just because. All right. Well, listen, I didn't consent. Being a badass kid my mom, my, I did in the grocery consent. store when she told you to put that, sh- put that motherfucking shit back. My mom, did that, <laughs> my mom did that shit without my consent. You know what? I'm, really? I, got, I got me too. That's it. She disrespected That's me. That's where we're going to go. That's it. You're going to go with me too? Yeah. I'm going to go talk to my mom. <laughs> um, again, degradation. Um, the act of treating someone or something poorly and without respect. Whew. Okay. So... I'm going to leave that whole topic alone. That's a lot of what y'all men do regardless. Just saying. I, I wasn't going to say that. Just throwing that out there. But since you wanted to throw your species just, and your y'all gender all out the there, bus. niggas, y'all really be doing like the absolute most. Like yeah. y'all out here and we actually allowing it. And that's the disconnect. Mm-hmm. Like men are getting away with shit. Ladies, PSA, men are getting away with bullshit, disrespecting us or doing whatever it is like cheating because we're allowing it if we stop taking these niggas back and saying no go fuck up another bitch's life then i guarantee you they will stop fucking up because at that point they will be like oh yeah so these bitches really not out here dealing with our bullshit no more no we're not it's too hot summer 18 (laughs) humidity too high (laughs) it's i'm too sticky the train ride is too damn long (laughs) What what if what if he got some primo ac though I got my own AC. I feel you. I have right. central air in my right. apartment. We independent. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing right. that out there. You know, I always say I, I don't need a man. I want you to make me better. Like, let us make each other better. But don't get it twisted, nigga. I got me. I want you just to have me. Then I ain't got to have me as much. <laughs> so, mm. That's just me being lazy. Carry you know? a little bit of the weight. Yeah, you know, carry some of this burden. You know, take a little bit of weight off my shoulders for once. So I can, you know, feel a little bit at ease and secure, but I ain't found no nigga like that yet. So, you know, when we get there, we'll get there. For my men who listen, man, don't do anything you don't want to do, man. Fuck these bitches. <laughs> That's it. You, you know really? <laughs> really, though? This is not a talking shit podcast. I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I love everyone. Y'all low-key, like, just, you know, a sidebar for a minute. Like, I gotta read y'all for a minute. Oh, y'all yeah, about to smoke? Low-key chauvinistic. Yeah, so, uh, low-key? Okay, high y'all high-key chauvinistic. <laughs> we like, high-key chauvinistic. That's it. I'm like, just like, these two niggas and Royce all. Nah, Royce three niggas. Royce, Royce is, Royce's our moral compass. He is. And I appreciate him so much. But I was like, I forgot what episode I listened to. Ooh, Had, that one with the He-Man, Woman Hater. I was oh, like. Oh, with Mouse. Jesus. I was like, this is what niggas sound like when they get together hold and just on, shoot the shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's keep it a buck. That one particular episode 
was wild as shit. It was. <laughs> and it wasn't even... I'm just saying I wasn't that bad in that episode. It was... That was I was just listening like... You know, Reek, to, Reek was out there attacking niggas. girls. He was attacking bitches. He that was. That was the whole... <laughs> I'm just like, Yo, damn. Yeah, I fuck with Reek. That was funny. See, that's why we have all female podcasts. And hey, solo female podcasts. Because we got to speak up on shit like that. 100%. Yeah, man. Y- y'all tried it. I don't... Listen. <laughs> I am not against anything. I make fun of everyone. Everyone equally gets it. Mm-hmm. I'm an equal opportunist. You fuck say everyone. that. And I believe you. I really do believe you. I feel like there's no barrier. Everybody can get it. Every, anyone. Anybody can anybody get can it. Anybody can get it. There's no, no one... <laughs> nothing stopping me. But yeah, I was just like, these niggas, oh my God. Anyway, okay, so <laughs> jumping back on subject. So the types of humiliation are verbal, feminization, intelligence, small penis, and exposure. So verbal, obviously, is when you call a person, woman or man, like you call them stupid, you say dumb, you call them whore, slut, cunt, like you purposely like throw out slurs to make them feel bad about themselves fat, ugly, whatever. Like you, that's verbal humiliation. Feminization, which is something I did not know about, is when a man is forced to be dressed up like a woman. And I low-key had a problem with this because I'm like, well, why the fuck is dressing up like a woman degrading? Like, why does a woman, like, why does being, like, placed as a woman for a moment have to be degrading? What if you don't want to be a woman? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, but you know, that's just like the little feminist in me. I'm just like, why we gotta be degrading? Like, why does the idea of female have to be degrading? I'm, I'm gonna give it a buck. I think it's just because women are so great that they can pull off dressing like a man and true. still look fly. True. But a woman can. I mean, a man cannot really pull off dressing like a woman no. and pull it off for the most part. I'm just saying. So it's a lot more humiliating for a guy right. to throw in a dress than for a woman to throw in like a pair of sneakers and jeans they already right. dress that's like that true. you know and this isn't you know this isn't for cross dressers or i don't even know if that's still politically correct i think it is cross dresser you dress yeah. across genders i mean yeah but sense. this isn't for like you know transsexuals or transgenders this is like for a heterosexual man that'd be like a girl a trying to make man. me wear female clothes right to degrade you to degrade me yeah. Yeah. yeah so that that was you know new for me i was like oh okay that's a thing i didn't know but you know it's a kink out there for literally everything um, the next one is intelligence. So basically insulting someone's intelligence to the brink of tears. Like you're calling them dumb. You're calling them stupid. You're calling them like just unintelligent. Like they're worthless. This is a lot. This is this, mean. This is very mean. It's I knew mean. this subject was going to take people a lot of like energy. This? I'm just, yeah. People, like there's someone out there like, call me stupid. Yes. Like that's crazy. Like, you know, we got, you know, women, you know, us when we be having sex, like, call me a whore, call me a slut, call me your bitch. But yeah, there's people out here like really call me a dumb fuck. Like that's wild. Like first of all, I'm smashing any shorty from the back. And she turns around and is like, Say my IQ's low. <laughs> I'm like, bitch. <laughs> first of all, you're insulting me. I'm making really? bad decisions out here. This bitch want me to call her stupid. Decision. Oh my god. I'm I like, personally feel like Humiliation is a very horrible decision, but you know that's just wild as fuck. Yeah, um, small penis humiliation, which is literally probably the utmost humiliation out of all five that I found. This is what Weezy and Mandy be doing every episode, though. Not small penis shaming. This is a man who willingly and like 
truly knows he has a small penis and he wants to be tormented because of it. He wants to be picked on because of it. He wants to be humiliated because of it, because it turns him on. And I'm like, so is he going to come from that? Because if his shit is little, I am not small penis shaming. However, if you have a small one, you ain't really doing shit for me. So <laughs> I've only encountered maybe one small penis my whole life. I think I'm doing good. And, you know, I got a good record going. One. That, you're beating the odds there. I am. Because I know some women who've not only encountered small penises, like small but the sex streaks. is horrible. Oh, like, man. you got bad sex and a little dick. Nah, nigga. I'm, I don't want to shame. I mean, because, you know. I've, Listen, on my podcast, I champion not shaming I don't, dicks I don't, of any size. You know, I, we still, we're still in this debate. I feel like men and women are still in this debate about the sizes of penises like what's considered average what's considered large what's considered like no get the fuck away from me yeah i personally feel like seven is average okay uh between six seven and seven is, is average seven is definitely wildly above average but okay um six do and you seven is average six. five is kind of borderline below I would. I, I, yes, eight is above I average and the only reason i say that is because you rarely see a lot of men with Eight sizes. And I can't speak because I haven't seen every man's penis, but I haven't seen a lot of eight-inch penises. Eight is definitely above average. It is. Eight I've is above, seen seven a lot is, of six and sevens. Seven but is definitely a little above average. It six is? is five five point five to six is average. That's what they say. To. I'm just going towards the t- this is mm. this is according to studies. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. All right. Okay, but yeah, you know, eight. Whew, last time I had an eight-inch penis. Let me tell y'all a quick little story. The last time I had an eight-inch penis. I was 20 years old and I was in so much pain when he left that I thought that my friends were going to have to take me to the ER. He physically rearranged my reproductive system. I'm pretty sure it's tilted to this day. Like I was in what, eight so- inches. Well, he was maybe like, he might've been like nine. That's two. what I'm saying. Eight, yeah. eight ain't doing all that. Like- but he was eight. He was probably and girthy. he was girthy. Homeboy looked like this mic right here. Yes. All right. And like I have a okay, we'll go in and do that. But anyway, um, yeah, so last time I thought I was gonna die. So my preference is six and seven. I don't know what every woman is. Like you wanna be out here about that twelve inch life girl, have it. However, I don't need your penis going through my cervix. I'm sorry. If you touching the tip of like you asking like what's that little rubbery feeling right there? That's my cervix, nigga. <laughs> That's what you're touching. You're I'm about to come through my earlobes. <laughs> I'm the, what's that little rubbery thing? I might think. What's that really Keeps soft touching. spot? That is my cervix. You're not supposed to be at the entrance of my uterus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> of Nazareth. Oh. I always say that. Jesus Christ. So we're not going to go there. So the last type of humiliation is exposure. And I have endured both verbal and exposure humiliation. And I don't like exposure. Exposure makes you feel very small, which is the intention. Like, it, it's set up to embarrass you. I told you I had to walk outside naked once before. I was what? mortified. What episode was this? Uh, oof. It might have been, like, episode five or six, I think. Someone made you Oh, wa- no, no, no. It might have been, like, the first episode we did. And I was telling you about it. Yeah. You might I, I said it briefly. I was like, you know, I walked outside naked before. And you was like, wait, what? And That's we wild. never went into the story. But yeah, like as a like a part of the humiliation part of my BDSM relationship, 
I had to walk onto my patio naked. Bright okay. as fuck at the height of the sun, like two o'clock in the afternoon on the weekend, which means everybody was out. Uh, that's, that's not that bad. It was so I fucked in Central Park midday. You know what I'm saying? But you can you can do that and get away with it though. Yeah. Location. It's all about location. It's all about what she's wearing. Because she could easily just be like on top of you in a dress and it's like, oh, they're in love. Like actually no, she's riding the fuck out of me right now. First off, it was definitely doggy style. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely doggy style on the top of a hill in the middle of Central Park at like two PM. Were you at the top of the hill where no one could really see? No, people could see us. Okay, then I mean, you know, exhibition will be a topic we talk about, and uh, I want to hear about this. I need the team. I guess butt naked by yourself is a little different. Yeah, okay. Yes. Fair, fair enough. But, uh, thank you. Yeah. In the height of 2 o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Like, you're trying to get me arrested for indecent exposure, because oh, you, you know are. they will arrest you for anything. I thought this was in New York. In New York, I feel like it's not that big of a deal. No, I, I would have never people done that in, here. In back- no, I feel like South Carolina, North Carolina would be weirder. It was so weird because it's like, if they saw me, they probably called the cops. They thought I was going crazy. They would have threw holy water at the window. They would have called me a harlot and a hussy and a slut. That is a... A a heathen. (laughs) Your harlot? That's like a... That's like an old ass insult. Yeah, it is. You harlot? A hussy. You gotta say it like that. You can't say hussy. You gotta say hussy. Hussy. Like somebody's grandma. Someone call me a harlot. (laughs) We fighting. (laughs) Harlot. That's it. You heathen. Jesus. You skank. (laughs) You strump it. Like, I'm just thinking of the, the terms I hear my grandmother still My mom used people. to call my sister a hoochie. A, oh. ho- a hoochie mama. Yeah. My grandmother calls people strumpet. Strumpet? Strumpet. Like, you strumpet. I would feel mad disrespected at strumpet. It's disrespectful as fuck. I don't know why, but that shit just feel like, am I, like a, a, a trumpet, shrimp, crumpet. Like, what? <laughs> I feel disrespected. Like a little fast-ass strumpet. Like, ooh. I like damn grandma. Why you had to do all that? My grandma's harsh. Um, so I'm just gonna jump in. I'm gonna go to the types, and then I'm gonna jump into some emails. I'm trying to think of because I get emails now. You know, just whew. are you, you popping? I'm, I'm I'm buzzing. I'm not popping. I'm buzzing a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> but I think I want to call it like Kiki's couch because it's like advice. Sit on my couch. If you can hear, come here, sit down. Oh, it's a therapy session. Yeah, so I'm thinking about calling it Kiki's Couch. But when I, you know, figure it out and go through all of these, I got to cipher through all these emails because I really got a lot of emails in the last week. Thank you all. I appreciate it. I plan to address everyone if I can. But unfortunately, it'll have to be like two to three on an episode. So just go and put that out there now. If you email me and I don't get to you, I may not get to you in time, but I will try to get to you. Okay, so. Kiki's Couch sounds like a casting porn. Kiki's couch? Yeah, like, like a cat. You know, you're casting couch porn? You ever watch yeah. casting couch porn? That's what it sounds like. I hate that. It's so horrible. Casting couch porn? I'm, I'm not a fan. I like casting couch porn. I tried, like, I was watching BDSM porn today. Yeah. I, I don't get off on BDSM porn. But yeah. I was trying to watch it for a purpose and I was going to send a link, but that one was a little, like, he made her cry. I cannot watch shit like that. But he made her cry for coming some... hard, not like oh. abusing her. Oh, like, okay. I'm like, shit how, right. like she couldn't even verbalize what she was trying to say I'm like no that's kind of hot what i gotta do to get to that point like is she speaking in tongues and shit that's kind of hot All right. like she was like hysterically crying was like just kept saying she was coming like and she came so hard and was like shaking oh, I fuck with that. that's hot that was a lot that's but hot. that's not a turn on to me but like if shorty's crying because you face fucked her to the point of throwing up and shit like i'm like All right. mm. i gotta turn this off 
Oof, I've done that once. Did I tell my throw up story? I did. I told my throw up story on uh, Extra Juicy's episode. I think <laughs> I should make your mouth mad. Like when you just he- think hear about shit like that, I make my mouth like start to salivate because it's just like, like dead ass. That's really why I didn't like eat that much around when I was with my ex, like here in New York. Um, whenever I knew we were gonna do a session, I wouldn't eat much. Because if I ate right before we did it, everything was going to come right back up. Oof, yeah. Right. Okay, I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to go into, this made me cringe this week. And I wasn't even sure if I wanted to do this topic yet. Because I was like, I don't know if I'm mature enough for this yet. So I'm going to go into some things that can be considered humiliation. Whew, okay. So this one I didn't think was that bad. But it's, it's up there. So this says to, oh, and, oh, I forgot. Just to let you know, I got this from 69 Ways to Humiliate Your Slave. I will post the link to it when I post this episode next week. And you can go and, you know, find whatever tickles your fancy and have fun humiliating your slave or your sub or whatever. Okay, so this one here is go to a photo booth. Just any regular photo booth, if you know, if you're in the South, in a mall, if you're in New York or in the Northeast, I have no idea where you would go for a photo booth. I feel like they'll just be in the middle of Times Square, which would be a perfect place for any New York doms or masters or sadists. If there's a photo booth in Times Square, this will be perfect for you. And this is like the sadist, a little bit of sadist in me, because I would love to see somebody do this because I want to see how they react. So you go to a photo booth. And you make your sub, preferably this has to be a woman because it doesn't hold a lot of weight if it's a man. Um, You make her go into the photo booth and take off her top, bra, shirt, everything. You make her take pictures and you make her leave the pictures with her face in it. She has to have her face in it. She can't take the pictures if her face isn't in it. This is kind of hot. That's kind of hot. That is kind of hot. That's humiliating. It's hot. No, it's not. That's, you it depends hear, on who you're asking. I should, yeah, that's kind of hot. I don't want pictures of myself like like randomly topless. floating out there. Yeah, I, in New York. I feel oh, that. No. I feel that. Like that's kind of crazy, but that's hot. Like uh-huh. that whole like the act of like like telling a girl to go like like go in that photo booth and take some fucking pictures. Right and if now. she's a good slave or sub, she'll do it. That's hot. That's scary, but you know. Like I would, I would definitely do that to a girl. I'd be like, take some fucking. Pictures. But I, would, it's, it's, I wouldn't tell her to leave him though. I'd be like, bring him back. I want. No, <laughs> there's no point. But the purpose is to fuck with her head because at this point she doesn't know whose hands, website, or what this may fall into. So that's enough to fuck with you mentally. Because now you're like, oh my god, anybody could get my photos. They could be a meme next week. You don't know. That's the scary part. That's the point of doing it is because it's supposed to fuck with you psychologically. Yeah, that's that's fucked up. Is he? Okay. Oof. Because I'm getting to, like, the ones that are worse. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God. Okay. So the next one is make her eat food. But it has to go in her pussy or her ass first. Then she eats it. So, like, if he gives you. I'm starting to feel like I'm a little more freakier than I thought. If he gives you a banana, put it in your pussy, let it sit there a little bit, get some, you know, some body heat, push it out and eat it. Oh, that's kind of gross. Thank you. Well, I think because the idea. I mean, but I ate come off a cake, so I'm just like I'm gross at this point. My roommates know that story now, and they 
died. <laughs> they don't leave that cake around. They said they're going to buy me a rainbow cake for my birthday. On That's purpose. hilarious. I was like, if you put some icing on it, that look like, come, we can have a party. So they're going to put it. some white some white icing on it. I did it purposely to gross it out. I was like, because y'all want to joke and y'all know I'm about that life. Ooh, you want all the smoke. <laughs> you don't want the smoke. Yeah. That sounds kind of gross. But yeah. that, it only sounds gross because you said a banana. Because I pictured like baby food coming back out there, pussy. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. And she but has to eat it. If it's like a blow pop or like a no, lollipop, no, 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 that's no. kind of hot. They're talking about like actual food, like stuff a half a sandwich up there and, you know, pull it out and eat it. Like hot food? No, uh, that well, <laughs> it depends on <laughs> that's the, gross. It depends on the type of person. If it's that's a sadist, they might be like, bitch, put some hot Cheetos up there and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's disgusting. Okay, um, I'm gonna save that one for last because that's, that's the one up. that's like bothering the shit out of me. Um, throw up story. So here's one: make her suck your dick because it says make her blow you. I I took this off the website, but I'm black. Make her suck your dick, make her puke, and make her lick it up. Make her blow you, man. Yeah, make it blow you, bro. Come on, dude. It's a fucking blowjob, bro. And wait, throw up, and then eat the throw up, and then lick the throw up up off your cock. It says cock. That's a lot of throw up. That's a nasty shit. Like, jeez. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing, though. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know. I've definitely like face fucked a girl, and she threw up a little bit, and just swallowed it back. I've actually fully blown thrown up. Like See, it's all over. We had to stop. Like, I don't think had to go ever. shower. I don't like, think I had to mop the floor with bleach. It was nasty. I think once that's ever happened, and that was the end of it. Like it didn't continue. No, he was nasty. Fuck. Yeah, like I, I was, but I felt. I was like, can I go rinse my mouth? Can I go brush my teeth? Like, ew. The crazy thing is, is, it didn't stop because I wasn't horny anymore. It stopped because I felt bad. I was like, oh shit, she fucking feel my bad. bad. She's grown. She can handle it. Uh, I, I felt bad, Clean yo. That shit up, her eyes her were watering. There was mad eyeliner coming down. She looked Men beat the fuck up. Love that shit though. It's hot until they throw up, and then you're like, oh, I really might have hurt you just now. <laughs> I fucking see. That's why you can't. Men love the. Men of visual, y'all already know this, ladies. They love the effect. They love like the watery eyes and the desperation in your face because you choking on they dig. You know they love it. Yeah, it's kind of nice. They love nails. They love the presentation when you suck in they dig. Tell that bitch to clean the fuck up and get back to work. That shit Keep is going. all well and good until her nose start running. I ain't with the shit. Oh, I ain't with there. that. Yeah, mm. you you actually do have to stop because now mm. you got like a mixture of saliva, <laughs> tears, and snot. Nah, it's gross. But I'll I pass mean, on that. you either gonna want one or two things. You gonna want sloppy head or you gonna want some dry head. But sloppy head gonna require. See, that's why you wear waterproof. We're giving we're giving you nose plugs. Ew! <laughs> so that she can't breathe, so you gonna kill her. I, I, listen, they like getting choked. So. You always talking about how you don't want to catch a case. That's a surefire way. To that catch is a case. good way to catch. Yes. It. Thank you. You will Thank definitely you catch a case. I definitely choked a girl while she sucked my dick, like by her neck while uh, she sucked. I've definitely ooh, done that's that. Interesting. Yeah, I've, I've never that. had that happen. I've done it. I'm fucking lying. I had it done with the belt. Like I've he done tightened that before, the belt. So. Yeah, you you put it around. You yeah. put it through the loop and you and just, just keep tightening. Yeah, that's dangerous though, man. I fucked a girl the from the back like that you. before. Yeah. But the thing is about it, you get lost in that shit and they can't talk. It just can get crazy. Look, y'all better figure out how to scream, how to yell, or either just know Because that person. shit really chokes you. Like, it them, does. That belt is I great. love it, but it really does. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, I'm, like I said, I'm going to save the other one. So, I only have three more. I'm going to save the really bad one for last. Um, make her walk around the mall or store or street holding her favorite vibrator. Just like actively holding it, like that's normal in New York, though. Like I See, feel like in New that's York, the 
problem. I'm here. Like you do this in North Carolina, they're gonna look at you like something's fucking wrong with North you. North Carolina, they might they might put you in like like church school or something to like, make you reform girl, yourself. You Jesus, yeah, but prayer in New York. What? I just there was like a chick walking around with her titties out the other day. Like I, that ain't gonna excite See, me. Okay, nothing surprising. Okay, well this last one's New York. You. Um, okay, so well yeah. no, because this is New York, so it wouldn't even like. There was just some guy that posted a video on Instagram beating someone up with another dildo, like like with a twelve inch dildo. Like oh my I, God. it ain't surprising me out here. That's nasty. Uh, weird, mm. man. So this, this one is make her pee on herself in public. That's wild. And she has to wear something that will show, like something gray. Like, like, or like gray leggings. pants or some yeah. shit? Damn. And she has to do it in front of people. And they say preferably a grocery store would be ideal. She got to eat mad asparagus beforehand, too. So. Ew. <laughs> that's nasty. I don't know if I want to smell like vitamin K all day. <laughs> oh, man. I'd be a good dom. That's nasty. Okay, the last one. <sighs> That's fucked up. Go over there and piss yourself. What you wanna know why I wouldn't do that? Because I wouldn't go home with you. <laughs> you like, have to. You make me pee on myself. No, you driving me home. Fuck you, I'm calling you. Better Uber. put some plastic bags down. Shit. I'm calling you Uber. We, dri- we driving home. We came together. You ain't together. even coming back to my crib. Like you gotta go home after this. You made me do this. That's true. I'm sitting in the front seat with you. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, see? I'm too I'm too selfish to do this because yeah, I'm just not. Yeah, it's it's a given to you. Yeah, like, if they're willing to... to do it, you have to be willing to accept the fact that she's done it and be like, okay, girl, you smell like you know you pissed two days ago, but you are gonna sit here and we are gonna go home and I'm gonna clean you up. Jesus, not yeah. happening. So the last one is to pee in her ass, make her basically shit it out into a clear tube and make her drink it. The visual. Can you imagine? It's yellow and specks of brown. (laughs) Yo, that's disgusting, bro. What? I told you that. I was like, I'm saving this one for last. Pissing a girl. That is like the ultimate humiliation. Pissing a girl's asshole? Yes. You piss. Because, I mean. And then not even that. Like, not only am I pissing in your asshole. Like, it's wide enough for him to pee. Or he uses a dildo and, like, gives her, like, a little gape for the time being. Pees in it, makes her shit it out into a tube. So it's pee and shit all in one. That man needs to be in jail. He needs to go to jail. (laughs) He needs to go to jail. And she has to drink it. That's why I said that's a health risk. Like, I'm not going to get salmonella or E. coli. Because I don't even know you can get salmonella from, like, fecal matter. But Am I shaming? Yeah, I'm shaming. I'm, I'm shaming. I'm shaming. Like, I couldn't even read that first. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. You're pissing so, yeah. in buttholes. That is the and ultimate. The, and then you're making her drink her pee and her feces. It, it, but this isn't only a her thing, right? Like, this might oh, be. Oh, you can definitely do this with a guy. If you have a male sub, um, I don't know how a woman would pee into a man's ass, but if you're gay, that's some creative shit. Yeah. If a girl, you know, honestly, Dead ass, yo, if a female, yo, get an enema, ladies. If you really want to do that, pee in a bottle, get in the enema, stick it in his ass, pee. squirt it in his ass. Use a t- turkey baster. Yeah. Make him pee it out and make him drink it. This it, is horrible. This is very bad. This is, this is really bad. I told if you. If I ever have a chick try to introduce the situation to me, I'm catching a DV. <laughs> I'm snuffing her. Snuffing. I'm snuffing her. What? Hold on. Should I let yo piss in my eye? I'm going to jail. Fuck it. I'd rather go to jail. See? I'll snuff her. No. 
It's nasty. When I read that, I was like, oh, no. It's I don't mean that, guys. I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't know. I'm I don't want anyone to feel like I'm, like, I'm not going to beat nobody feet. up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just I, I, I say that because you know what it is? They always be like, oh, you're, you know, just in, making it a school K to hit somebody because of their sexual preference. Yeah. It's not okay. Because then that is shaming. But I stole my smoke. that's Something. probably one of the grossest things that I've read. When it, I've read all 69. <laughs> that's disgusting. But that topped the cake like that probably the cake <laughs> that probably was the <laughs> worst one that i read was like oh no you can't make somebody do that but anyway i'm gonna have all 69 i'm gonna have the link to all 69 in the you know the details for the week next week so yeah mm-hmm. y'all y'all out here really peeing in people's asses and That's making them drink disgusting. it but yeah okay um, so I was going to jump briefly into my story, which is not that long. Um, I personally don't like the humiliation part of the kink community or BDSM is because I'm sensitive. I'm a mean <laughs> woman. I really am. Like, I'm very quick. I have very quick comebacks. I can cut you down with words. But the minute you call me stupid, I am like a puddle on the floor. <laughs> Oh. That's exactly what happened. Oh, you can take, you can give it, but you can't take it. No, I, but see, I've never really done that to a dude. I'm like, you bullshit ass, no shit ass. You just said that you quit. Nigga. You can cut someone down with words. I can, and usually, most of the time, it's women because they be fucking trying me. Oh, okay. But That's the fair. minute, like, I really don't do that with men, and it was like we tried it, and I broke down. It was like <laughs> sobbing oh, yeah. and like on the floor, hysterical, like. Like I don't Yo, there's nothing more annoying than a female who's crying. <laughs> yeah, for real, yo. There's nothing more annoying. And the thing is about it, you gotta feel bad. Yeah, especially when they like they got they they they, they diaphragm is stuttering and shit. Like you sitting there and you gotta feel bad, but they be looking so stupid and you just like you just be feeling okay, bad. Y'all do not be looking stupid. That was so rude. I don't give a fuck. Listen, y'all be looking so goofy. Y'all look goofy crying. And the thing is about it, you but be feeling bad. But meanwhile, niggas want us to be, you know, consoling, nurturing when they crying and they going through some no, shit. No, I, I console a chick who's crying. Don't get me wrong. But she looks stupid. But if they, it depends on what they're crying for, right? Like, but there'd be females that she cry for no it. reason. I'm one of those women. I'll cry at TV shows. I cry when yeah. my period's on. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like, I, I'll be upset with the trains when I'm hormonal and I'll just cry. But, you know, just. I'd be sympathetic. I'd be sympathetic. But at the same time, if you know it's not that serious, I have to laugh. <laughs> Like I definitely have laughed at like any of my like a female friend who be crying for no reason. Like say if they're watching a show and they really bawling. Let's be hormonal. Like dropping a like, single ooh. tear. Like dropping a single tear is cool. Like this is us. I have like a cleanest. See, I'd be laughing at you. <laughs> I'd be laughing. I'd be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with like, you? Like I can't watch this no more. My soul, my spirit, my emotions, my blood pressure. We can't take this. It's That's hilarious. Every week I cry with this is us. I'm pretty sure this next season I'm gonna be like, y'all ready? I usually watch shows like that drunk. Grey's Anatomy, I cry every week. Drunk cries are good cries. I feel like if you're drunk crying... No, I have to drink to laugh through the stuff that's really sad. All right. Well, that shit sounds bad, dramatic. Yeah. Like, I, TGIT, ladies, y'all know, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, and Grey's Anatomy. I would be drunk by Scandal, so drunk that I barely remember Scandal because I had to physically drink to get through Grey's Anatomy. Or either I was going to be in the room like, <laughs> every week, every Thursday at 8, 8, 8 p.m. Every Thursday. I feel it. So, yeah, that was my story. I'm too mean. 
And I think I seen a meme. It was like the women who like to be hit and slapped and choked in bed are the first ones that cry when you yell at them. It's a fact. That's me. It's a fact. That is me. The minute you yell at me or try to humiliate me, I'm like falling to the floor. But you just literally had me like tied and bound and beat me for two hours. I, it I'm could, weird. <laughs> I mean, I, it kind of makes sense because then I guess anybody who takes that during sex knows when it's real and when it's not. Mm. Right? Like they really can tell a difference. I think the problem with it was I couldn't tell. Because we had oh. had so many issues before, so I didn't know if this was like, nigga, this is how you really feel? Is that is how or you really you, feel? Like, or are you, or are you just, just saying this? Exactly. <laughs> like, the way it was coming off is like, I kind of got the vibe. I was like, oh, you really fucking mean this. Yeah, that's yeah, not good. Yeah, so I couldn't. Um, so, after, you know, making people pee in tubes and drink shitty pee and calling them stupid and dumb, one of the most important things you must do is definitely do aftercare. Aftercare is important. Um, I don't care what you do. Um, some of the things what I saw. What is aftercare for making someone drink poopy pee? Aftercare, because you're humiliating them. Like, that has to be very degrading. No, no, but like, what is the after? Like, here's some electrolytes or like a flush? Um, here's the IV? I'm glad you said that. I was going <laughs> to. <laughs> like, when, what's the aftercare? Antibiotics, then? some penicillin, because I feel like you might need it. Some mints for the shitty breath? You might die from cholera the next day. <laughs> you can fuck around and get cholera, you S. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, some of the aftercare things that you're able to do is to the main purpose of aftercare with humiliation is to reconnect with your submissive or your slave. Like let them know, ensure them that it's not real. It was just, you know, foreplay. It was just a role play that you really don't think those things about them. Like give them like genuine care, like show them that you actually hug them, kiss them, cuddle with them, like reassure them that you don't feel that way. Because if you don't do that, that shit can stick with you. And then it'll have you like kind of mentally fucked up. Yeah, you got to be a special kind of person to be able to one second humiliate somebody badly. And then the next second be like, I love you. It takes it a really sound, good sadist. It's a really good sadist or like someone who's really good at toxic relationships. Because the thing is, well, he that's was great be, at toxic that, relationships. Like, so. That's really what toxic relationships are, right? It's like, it is. I it's like breaking one up one I second. Love you the next. Yep. Like that's what it, this would sound like. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to shit in your asshole right now real quick. Right. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm going to just take a quick shit or take a quick piss in your butthole. Ew. And afterwards I'm going to let you know that you are my one and only. Like, like. <laughs> That's so romantic. Like, thank you so much for drinking your own shit. I love you so much. Thank you so much for <laughs> potentially dying. Oh my god, that yeah, that one really took me out. That's why I told you I had to eat because like after I read it, I couldn't, I couldn't eat. I was or like, like small dick Ugh. humiliation, right? Like let's say if you, you're walking out around here with like a micro beef or something, right? <laughs> what is a micro beef? A micro penis. Like no, how small was this identified as a micro penis? Two inches? Like it's like two inches erect. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't doing nothing. No. Can you even pee? Can you hold You're it? You're pissing on your balls. Ugh. Yeah, like, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's wild. Oh. But that's what I'm saying. Penises. I bet you they eat the best pussy you've ever got. They better. Before, I'm just saying. And I don't even really like my pussy ate like that. So I'm like, I can't what? even do. No, I'm weird. That's what? I don't. Mm-mm. Unless I feel like, like we had this conversation. Unless it's a chick. You know what? I'm not going to get into this. This is blasphemy. <laughs> I can't. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I've always been weird about, like, oral sex. Is it just because, have you never had a man who does it well? Two. Two men who ever did it well? Mm-hmm. How old are you? 30. Oh, see? 
You, you're running into but the I'm wrong just, ones. And it's because I'm iffy. For all I know, the other ones might have been good. I just didn't really give them the opportunity to show and prove. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Because I'm just weird about it. Like, if you don't offer it, I'm probably not going to ask for it. So. All right, fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. You obviously don't fuck with a lot of Latino men. Because <laughs> each and every one of them would be I offering don't. it. I don't. That's like, like which like, is surprising because I live in a Hispanic neighborhood. Like, I'm like, where you at? Where is everybody? Yo, <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Any Latino men listening? Yo, I love everybody: white men, Irish men, Spanish men, Asian men, Indian and, men. Wherever y'all at, you ooh, especially Samoan men. Please come find me. Oh, you ain't gonna find many of those I know. Samoans. Samoans are just <sighs> Samoans look like Mexicans that hit, got hit with a ray that makes them grow. They look like like they're um, between. The, like a Mexican and a sumo wrestler. Yeah, they, they look just, like a Mexican. They look like a giant Mexican. But I like the tall, stocky, like football players, Samoans. We had a few of those um, in my college. Yeah. And they were fine. They'd be big as fuck. They had the Palomalu hair. That's I just want to grab it. Then I low key wanted to just braid it up. <laughs> like, I want to pull your hair Honestly, at the same time and give you, like, this pomade. That's I song you I just want to give you some Bach braids. Like, let That's me tw- let me two strand this real quick. Can I flat twist these? Like, Addresses, but anyway, um, so I'm gonna jump into my emails and give some friendly advice, some freaky advice, some not so friendly advice because one of these emails says you about to be real mad at me. I don't know what to call it yet. Uh, Josh said it sounds like casting couch porn. If I say Kiki, I, I didn't say that that's a bad thing. It's not a good thing either. I think it's a good I thing. Know, it kind of fits with the themes. I mean. Because my name kind of, it just kind of goes with... Kiki's Couch. I like Kiki's Couch. If I come up with anything else, it'll change. But for now, we're just going to call it Kiki's Couch. Come to my corner and I can give you some advice. And thankfully, I have a man's perspective, especially with this first email. Okay. Because I'm not really sure. Like, I know what I want to tell him, but you, we talked about it, like, before we started recording about the guy... Which one? Him not being sure how to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, so it says, I have a question for you. Oh, hi, Kiki. That's what it says. Hey, sir. <laughs> I have a question for you. Can a husband. Oh, wrong email. See, I'm already fucking up. This is how y'all know I don't get emails. I'm new to this. Um, so it's, my question is, how do I overcome my own issues and embrace the lifestyle? I am from a matriarchal family, and I've been taught to never put my hands on a woman, and I have never, he put that in all caps. <laughs> placed my hands on a woman so when i have partners who want me to like rough sexually like handle them like choke them slap them verbally abuse well, we're talking about humiliation verbally <laughs> abuse etc like or explore like bdsm and those type of role plays he has trouble doing it but i enjoy pleasing my partners and i do not want to deny them pleasure additionally if i did like it what would that say about me do i derive pleasure from inflicting pain and abuse to women i'm interested in exploring and experiencing bdsm but i have this block and he wants to remain anonymous and sir i would like to say to you if it is consensual and they want you to hit them they want you to slap them they want you to verbally abuse them that is not abuse that you are two consenting adults who decided that you want to do this role play trade off. And what that says about you is if you get off on it, you're a fucking sadist. You're not a, like you're not abusive. You're not a bad man. That doesn't make you weird. There's nothing wrong with you. You just you have like sadistic tendencies. And that's perfectly normal. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. So I would say the mental block is something you're going to have to get by. Well, you're going to have to get past by accepting the fact that you're a sadist. 
if you like doing this to women and the women like you doing it, you have now encountered masochistic women and you're a sadist and you all should be a match made in heaven and you should be letting your free flag fucking fly. Ooh, that's a lot of F's. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tongue, little tongue twister real quick. Yeah. It's like, say that four times fast. Ooh, four times fast. What the hell is wrong with me tonight? Anyway, yeah, so that's, I really don't know, what is your take on that being a man like do you think that's abuse so actually i could i could relate to this dude a little bit okay and like here's the thing what what helped me kind of get into that mode and like one i'm a pleaser so like if i feel like this is something that'll elevate and i'm a pleaser because the ego to keep it a buck oh my god like i'm just like you and every other man truthfully nah for real and what i mean by that is is that a lot of the times i'll do something because i know this is something that'll be memorable for the person that i'm fucking true so let's say if she's really into this we have this conversation and she's like oh i really love to be slapped during sex i don't really get off on that to keep it 100 Mm. i don't get off on slapping a girl during sex to me I don't. I, I really, I, personally, it doesn't do much for me. Okay. But what I do get out of it is that if she likes it. Right. So that's what will give me the pleasure and in that situation. And that's kind of where he is. He's like, he wants, he doesn't want to deny them this pleasure. And so I, I remember when I first had encounter, encountered a woman that like liked to get slapped during sex mm-hmm. or like was into like things, pushing the limit a little bit there. And what I did is instead of just, Especially when you've never done it before, it's easy to translate like translate that as just immediately go for a slap. Like mm. first off, it starts it starts slow. So like if you don't like if you feel like oh you're kind of you know intimidated by this act of like hitting a woman and right. it goes against whatever your core values and your morals are, what you have to do is introduce it in different ways. So you like slap her ass and and elevate the strength of that. Like how hard you slapping her ass, and then if you fucking missionary whatever the case may be, start it with a small tap. If it gets real passionate. It don't have to. You don't have to full cock hand back slap a chick in the face. That's wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at Very. least in the beginning, like some girls really do like that. I had a girl that like I would slap, and she'd be like harder, harder. And they went to a point where I'm, I'm like, that girl. Yeah. Well, I'm like not li- okay. <laughs> not literally. Not literally. That girl, but like I, I, I'm. With you that wanted girl. to keep getting yeah. harder and harder. And the thing is about it, you have you have to also know where your lines are. Right. Like I've had a girl who'd be like, slap me harder, slap me harder, and there'd be get to a point where I'd be like, you need to chill. I'm not like going you any slap harder. Slap me to my face is red. I wear makeup. I'm cool. Yeah, but I, I've slapped girls to their face. I've had girls who want to slap me till they might get a black eye, like real hard. I see it because I've had like little speckles, little the cookies next day. and shit. Yeah. yeah, and I won't go that far. Like I know my hard go limits. That far. Nah, no, you, <laughs> I slap. I got a heavy hand. I fuck around, oh knock a chick out. So I'd be like, so you got to know, like you start small, little small taps, little like you know, play around, maybe throw a little bit of spit in there. Spitting could help you elevate that too. Mm. You spit in a girl's mouth and then you slap her after. It kind of adds to the theme and start slow. Don't just go immediately into beating a bitch up during sex. Like that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, that could be a I'm reason not even why. Sure, if he calls women bitches, because again, he just he's he respectful. He's a good man. Yeah, he doesn't disrespect women from like the full email. He doesn't yeah. disrespect women at all. So. I, I I get what he's saying though. Like it's it found it feels counterintuitive. Yeah, feels counterintuitive. And then also, even if you're not into that, if you're really not into that and it doesn't do anything for you, don't do it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do it just to please somebody else. At the end of the day, especially if it makes you feel that uncomfortable. Right. You know. But if you want to go for it, I say start slow. Just start slow. Don't feel like you have to jump in the pool head first. You know. Dip I your agree. toes in. See, a man's point of view. And I hope that helps, sir. Uh, definitely keep me updated if you do dabble into, like, BDSM or get into, like, the kink community. Keep me updated. I would love to know what's going on. Uh, the next email is from a woman who wants to also remain anonymous. <laughs> it says, hi, Kiki. I have a question for you. Can a husband and wife have a sub-dom or dom-sub relationship? If so, 
how would my husband and I go about doing so? I've always had an interest in it lifestyle, but I had no idea how to incorporate it into my current life as a wife and mom. That's a good one. Yeah. Just to clear up the question, the subdom relationship between husband and wife, the subdom relationship is between husband and wife, which will be between her and her husband until they're comfortable enough to add someone else. Um, but his concerns are the limitations and setting boundaries. And her concerns are how to fit it into their current life. I thought that was a really, really good question. That's a great question. That's a great question. Um, I'm curious about your answer. on this <laughs> I had to think about that one a little bit. Um, I'm still a little iffy about it. But from my experience and from like the couples, like the actual cuckold like couples that I've like conversed with back and forth in the past, um, you kind of just have to bring it into your life almost like a double life. Like I knew a couple in particular where do like throughout the week, like Sunday through Friday, well, Sunday through Thursday, they were husband and wife, mommy and daddy. They took care of their kids. They took care of the houses. They went to work. They did what they had to do as a family and as a unit to keep their family going forward. However, on the weekends, she became his full on sex slave. She like, they had a whole separate room that was like their little dungeon. Um, that's crazy yeah if they had like if they had children of course everything was being done after the children went to sleep or if the children were at sleepovers or sleeping over at family's houses or visiting family or visiting friends then they had you know the entire house so that's one way to do it you can make it a big part of your life but it doesn't have to be 24 7 now you want to do 24 7 you already know you are a wife, you are a mother, and you probably work as well, which means you have a busy life already outside of BDSM. And BDSM, if you decide to go in 24-7, it's a lot of work because you have to stay in that mindset. And I'm pretty sure you don't want to be saying yes, master, and no daddy, and yes, daddy in front of your children. So I would definitely advise if starting out, if you just want it to be between the two of you and you don't want to incorporate anyone, keep it amount like a certain amount of days I would preferably do the weekend like I like that concept of you know Sunday through Thursday we're husband wife mommy daddy and Saturday through you know Friday through Saturday I'm his sex slave and he's my master that's a really 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 good way to incorporate it into your life and actually have like you have to live like a double life almost but you you're satisfying your needs you're being able to keep your household running and you're also being able to enjoy this relationship with your husband now, with his limitations, like his concern about limitations and boundaries, that has to be something he sets as your dominant. He has to set what you're allowed to do. If you choose to do it like seven days a week, 365, like that's what you, you he's going to have to set those boundaries. But I would personally say do it Saturday, do it on Fridays, like do it the weekend and let him set boundaries for how you address him, what you wear, especially if you're home alone. I know with having kids, that's not the easiest thing, but like set a different set of time. Like, okay, babies are in bed by 8.30. At nine o'clock, you switch roles. You wear a collar. If you're a naked slave, you are naked the entire night or you're wearing whatever it is he wants you to wear. You're saying and doing whatever it is he wants you to do, sexually, non-sexually, set a date. Like set a time frame set a weekend or set days of the week where you can just fully be his slave without anything else. And he would have to set the limitations for you during those two days or those three days or how many other days you decide to do. You know, you remember next Friday? Yes. 
Remember Uncle Elroy? Yeah. <laughs> you were going to say that. And, sh- and Sugar? Yes. They low-key had this relationship. Yes. They had a full sex dungeon in the crib. They did, but they had a full life outside That's of what that I'm dungeon. Saying. They had so a restaurant. This is like, just reminded me of. Yeah. This reminded me of, like, and it's kind of cool because, like, they were a black couple, yep. right? I mean, it was a comedy, obviously. But, still, but it's it kind of cool. It's like, yeah. it was, you know, there's something that was in a movie and it was like they had a full, like, I think he was the sub too. Because, it oh, no, no, like no. It. Right? Was he, because he had a gag or she had the gag. I don't know. They had like whips. He they had were, the gag. He was getting beat, right? Mm-hmm. He, he was, yeah. So he was the sub. Yeah. That's crazy. You have to, that's what you have to do. You have to make time for it in your life. Well, I would just treat it as role playing. No. Like, no. Role playing in a DS relationship is not the same. It's different? Very different. Well, because the thing is, is role playing only exists when you're in the mode, right? Yeah. He's so, like, about to, like, she's about to become a full on submissive. That's not role play. That's actually going to be her role. But only for certain times. Yeah, because they have, you know, if you like me, single, no kids, it was like a 24-7 thing for me. But then again, I had no real responsibilities. I had a dog. That's it. He don't require much. But yeah, you have to make time for it and make the space. And preferably that space needs to be after the children go to bed and when you two have a little bit of freedom. Hopefully you have a Monday through Friday job, nine to five. You don't have to go in on the weekends and you can enjoy each other's company all Friday night and all Saturday. So you just turn it on and off basically. Yeah. Like you can set the limitations with it's however you want to make everybody's relationship. Isn't the same It's however you want to make it work. Saturday morning, the kids are up. You can make it hot too. You can like that. That could be kind of a hot situation. Well, I don't know how old her children are, but you don't necessarily have to call him sir, daddy. You can find a name that you can call him that will go completely undetected. Yeah. By your children, it, by your friends. It could also by your be family. through text message, right? Like what well, if they're I mean, at like they the live together. That's so. what I'm saying. What if they're at the breakfast table and they're all eating breakfast and yeah. he's like texting her like, Yo, as soon as these kids leave the crib. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it, or he could dead ass be like, as soon as these kids leave the crib, I need you to go sit in the corner naked. And yeah, wait for me to get there. Kneeling. Like some crazy shit. Yeah, in and it that you definitely can't. Technology do that. makes it easier. That's true, but it's all in. You have to decide how you want your relationship to work. But don't think just because you're married with children that it can't work. Because there are a lot of people out here who are married with kids and they have a completely different life outside of their children as well as their families and their work. Like. King Noir and Jet Setting Jasmine. Like, they're a full-on married couple. And he does porn. And she does... Well, I don't think she does porn. But she does, like, masturbation porn. And, Solo. like... they're Yeah. And they're, like, bondage and, like, fetish trainers. So... Well, their families know, but you can do that. You just have to set aside they time to do it. Yeah, she just had a baby. Another baby. I think they have, like, teenage kids. That's wild. Mm-hmm. First of all, my mom was doing all that shit. I mean, my, I might be a little tight. See the kids may not know. That's I hope not. That's what I'm saying. Instagram is real. Oh, stop! Just saying. You can definitely keep it from your children. I'll be sick. Oh my god! If I'm on Instagram one day and I just see my mom like hanging suspended from a ceiling or some shit, I go knock on my mom's door like, "What the (laughs) fuck you doing out here, bro?" (laughs) Really? Or I have to pretend like I never seen it, ignore it. (laughs) Oh god! I don't know. How would I handle that? No. You. Well, you're an adult. You ignore it or you confront it? You're an adult. If your mom is suspended and you're 26, yeah. mind your business. No. <laughs> mind your whole damn I'm gonna business. Have to, I'm going to have to run up. I'm going to have to pull up my mom like, yo, listen, we have <laughs> to talk. My mama told me to tell you, you to mind your damn you motherfucking, motherfucking business, motherfucking bitch. business bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
my your damn business. You know what? You ain't even wrong. I might ignore him. I just have to just you pretend just, like I never seen it. You have to bite it. that bullet, erase the memory, act like it, suppress it. It might come back in 20 years, but act like you didn't see it. I'm calling my mom and telling her she has to only call me by my first name. I'm going to call her by her first name. You're setting standards. Like, you know what? We're a full adult relationship now. You're not mom anymore. You're Robin. Okay? That's it. You know what? Mom went out the door when you was hanging from one. That's it. That's a wrap. (laughs) It went out the window when I saw you hanging from one. That's a fact. Oh, my God. All right. (laughs) It's messing with you, see? This is fucked up. (laughs) But, yeah, definitely uh, my advice would be to make time for it. You are not on anyone's schedule. Do your research, of course. Um, he has to set limitations around how you incorporate the life into your life. So if it's, you know, just two, three days out of the week, he has to set limits around that week. Fix, make a fixed time. That's the best advice I can give you there. But it's definitely possible with the life and children. Sign a contract. This is not Fifty Shades. She already, she got the bag and the ring. I, that's like, what I'm just saying. The marriage license is the contract. He ain't going nowhere. I'm talking to, I'm talking to him. <laughs> Sign a contract. Oh, my God. Really? Listen, this fuck around turned crazy. They got to know that there was paperwork nope. for this. She fuck around. Y'all get divorced. Nope. She's trying to take the bag because of adultery. But y'all already agreed to the threesome. I'm just saying, dog. What's with you and, like, threesomes? I listen. Because like, it- she said they wanted to bring in somebody else. Yes. Listen, adultery is a breach of contract in a marriage. That is an open marriage. But it, it's a breach of contract. It's not when it's consensual. That's all right. However, but how do they know it's consensual? What if she decides if to? they together as a unit, like, you know what, babe, we're gonna bring a bitch in. Oh, let me not say bitch because she's older, so like, I don't think she's she's not older than me, but yo, older or not, let's bring a woman. Everybody into equally our can be bitches. If he says, I agree, let's bring a woman, she says, I agree, we're bringing a that's woman. a verbal contract. That is a verbal contract. There ain't no proof of that. We gotta film it. The, that's not low key, ladies. That is not the issue. If you agree to have a threesome. Then you agree verbally. Here's the issue. Make sure that bitch leave. Yeah. Like, because you don't need her texting you, asking you where your man at, and if she can slide through if he ain't home, and vice versa. That is when threesomes become messy. If everybody's on the same page and she like, I'm fucking both of them and I'm going home and sleeping in my own bed, so if you then said, that's different. If you send up a threesome, it got to go through you completely. You're like the agent. No, I personally like to do threesomes. Like if I do a threesome, I want to, I want it to be mutual. Like, but I do you want somebody, them to have your man's info? Um, you see what I'm saying? Like what do you, like you got to be the manager. Like you're the I agent. Would, I get okay. Everything see, I comes through me. All transactions come well, through me. Well, my threesomes were a little different because they were like I was kind of brought into them. But uh, if okay. I had to do it, I would really prefer that I handled everything. Yeah. But like your your email info is going to be in his Instagram bio. Like for all, for all, <laughs> all inquiries, inquiries. <laughs> <laughs> email kinkswithkiki at gmail That is hilarious. <laughs> but um, yeah, if I I would definitely I would call the shots. But I would still, like, I would value his input because we both have to mutually be attracted to her. Yeah, that's fair. Like, and I told somebody, like, a while back, I was like, you need to get you a me because I pull bitches. <laughs> Listen, I, so, hey, get you a me. real shit. Me, because I pull bitches. And then I, you know, have those bitches like you. And then we all like each other and fun fun. I, I respect <laughs> it. I so, yeah. respect it. Uh, the last email is really, really good. And like I said, sis, you... 
not going to be happy with me because I see so much of myself in you with this email and girl, the advice I have for you. Oof. It's going to be very disappointing, but you will survive. Okay. So this one was actually a DM and it was long. I had, I'm sorry, girl. I had to cut it short because you gave me your whole bio. The anonymous? She's anonymous. Okay. I'm not giving, I personally for here, like future reference, unless you physically tell me you want your name out there, I'm going to make everyone anonymous and nobody has told, well, they've sent me their names, but I'm choosing to keep them anonymous. And some of them have told me to keep them unless anonymous. otherwise specified, unless you say, girl, say my whole name and say his or hers too. Then I will. Cause this is not my mess. Ooh, I just live shady. for it. It is. I live for the shade. Tea, shade, mess, I'm here for it. Okay, so it says, I am currently a slave, in quotations, to my coworker, my superior. We are, when we're at work, it's professional, but behind closed doors, he introduced me to a whole different level <laughs> of sexual experience that I didn't know I would like. Anal, and things I didn't know I was capable of, squirting streams. So it started out with us just going on dates, so I ended up liking him. So when he asked me, and she's mean asking her to be his slave she agreed but she also found out that he has other subs so yesterday i found a baby bottle so i guess they're playing different roles her questions are i'm gonna go to her questions last because it's still some more stuff here <laughs> she said i think i thought that he wanted something more and it just turned into me being a slave and it made me emotionally attached Whew, girl you need to listen to my breakup episode because I know the attachment. Um, I expressed it to him the first time I found out that there was another person. By the way, he is white. And she said, <laughs> once you go white, you know you get fucked right. And I am curious. I um, have to talk to you, girl. Done. <laughs> she said I almost died laughing. <laughs> first of all, that's a reach. That's a, that's a rhyme reach. That's, that's not. You know, you're going to be finding out white boys out here putting it down. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but it's more so uh, like she said, she found out that, okay, she wanted to express it to him and she found out that it was from another person. Yeah. She said, by the way, he's white, um, but she's more so concerned about it being precautionary because they're fucking raw. So he's involved with other women and, they're, um, and the two of them are fucking raw. Yeah. So I told him to let me know what was going on like about the whole other women, other subs, sex slaves, whatever they may be. I don't know what their title is, but she put subs. I'm just, I just saw blood on the sheets. It wasn't hers. Um, she didn't say anything about it. And yesterday, because she found my page, hey girl, and was sending him things that were relatable, he asked her to come over. And since um, we both needed to go in early, I agreed. And I saw the bottle again and it got me upset. He disregards it, but he will cuddle me and that's not aftercare, sis. She said, I guess aftercare. That's not aftercare. Um, we're really, really cool. He's like my work husband, but I don't think I'm cut out for it because things are getting sloppy with the shit that's being left behind. So she wants to know, should she step back? She wants to know if she should keep it strictly slave. She wants to know if he should have informed her if he has other slaves. And she wants to know, as a slave, should she have the right to get upset? So I have an answer for all four. This shit sounds crazy as well. First of all, unfortunately, since he doesn't have to inform you, if he chooses to, that is his role as a master. He doesn't have to tell you that he has other sex slaves or submissives. Now, if he chooses to, that's different. As a sex slave, do you have the right to be upset? Absolutely. 
especially if you found out and it wasn't something that he told you, you have the right to be upset because you weren't aware of it. And I'm going to tell you what my issues are with your message in a minute. Um, I think you should step back. And I don't mean you should step back in like a just become a sex slave role because since I tried it. If you listen to me, I tried it. We were not together. I jumped into no girlfriend, no attachment, and just be sex slave role. And that shit blew the fuck up in my face. So you are not going to be able to just be his sex slave. Because regardless, that emotional attachment is still going to be there. Not to, not to add you know insult to your injury, but you actually like him too. So that's going to make it even worse. Because guess what's going to happen over time? You're just going to continue to like him more and more. But my issue is... You brought it to his attention and he disregarded you. That's some narcissistic ass behavior. And I feel like this can become really, really toxic really, really fast. So I personally think you should step back completely. I always say rule number one, never shit where you eat. So if you step back from this, you do have to live with the fact that you're going to have to see this man on a day-to-day basis and that he is your superior. So you're still going to have to answer to him regardless. But for your own mental health, because I know how devastating a a breakup, like a BDSM breakup can be. And he doesn't seem like he doesn't have to tell you, but he does have to consider your feelings. If you're telling him you're vocalizing this to him and you're telling him that you, you know, you're concerned and he's completely disregarding it and just choosing to cuddle with you, then he's deflecting. And that's bullshit. That's a narcissistic, narcissistic behavior. And that tells me that. He doesn't hold you to the regard of a sex slave like he should. Because at this point, he just wants women to do what he tells them to do and not necessarily, you know, give off anything else in return. So this is very one-sided and he seems a little selfish. So I would personally just step away and go back to him just being your work husband and your friend and moving past the fact that you all were even in a master-slave relationship. So yeah. Any insight on that? This whole shit is different (laughs) because... I went to a, if I ever went to a chick's crib and I found a baby bottle, I would be like, "You are kids." I wouldn't even be thinking about the fact that they role playing on some well, other shit. Well, he doesn't have kids. I'd be like, "Yo, you got some kids you hiding? Like, what the fuck is going on?" If yeah, well, you got baby daddy issues, I got to worry about. If, if someone goes shoot me, man, and you ask a woman that, that makes sense. But if you're a woman ask in a master slave relationship who also has other sex slaves or subs, and you see a bottle. I'm going to automatically assume they're in a DDLG relationship. Yeah, some DDLG shit going on. But she found out about the other subs, not by him telling. But she's but finding bloodstains, baby blo- bottles. And that is a problem. I'd be worried he's and a then, serial killer. What the fuck is going on? And then he's not acknowledging it. Yeah. Like, he's just disregarding you and like, oh, let me come love on you so you'll forget all about it. No, nigga. Who the fuck she dating? Dexter? The <laughs> fuck is Dexter. going? Let, if he listens to this, No nigga oh you white but no nigga you cannot just disregard her she has feelings just because you're treating her like a slave and that she's supposed to be under your ownership doesn't mean she's not human at the end of the day and if you want a good slave you have to be a good master because a surefire way to get her acting up is for you to start falling short yeah you slack she's gonna start acting like a brat and then this shit is gonna get real ugly yeah. So chill. Based on what I learned just from what I learned from you and my own little research that I've done on like the, the dynamic between a master and a slave, mm-hmm. it, it it's not an excuse for a man to be controlling. No, and that's what he's using it. That's as. what it seems like, and, and I think you're right. That's yeah. when narcissism comes in. Yeah. And 
I was involved with the narcissist. I did not know this then. I wish I did because I would have cut his ass off officially when he cheated on me (laughs) in 2016 and we broke up. So, yeah. It it seems like an excuse to kind of just be able to fuck multiple women and get away with it. And that's exactly what he's using it as because if he's disregarding how you feel... He's going to continue to do that. So when shit gets real, not just like some slave shit or like some, you know, sadistic shit, but when shit gets real emotionally, he's going to fall short and then you're going to be left to pick up your own pieces. But at the same time, right? And this is just my curiosity. Mm -hmm. In a sex slave and master scenario, if they were already agreed upon that there was no emotional, there's nothing here to go any further. But they started dating this. first. They, they were dating, right? Like that, they were dating. That was the fuck up. But what's dating, right? Dating isn't necessarily a commitment. Dating is actually dating someone. If I don't know, she didn't put if they were dating like exclusively. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it yeah. serious? That's what I'm curious about. But if they're at work, there's a mutual attraction. They like each other. They're actually spending time with each yeah. other. You're bound to start liking that person. You know, you. I guess what it is is that I'm trying to. I'm playing devil's advocate, and the reason yeah. why is because what I try to think is this: Was he dating her with the intention of asking her to be? She a thought sex that lady? it was going to be. She said that she thought that it was going to be more, but it turned out that he just wanted a sex life. So see, so that's what I'm trying to say. But he didn't establish that. That was the problem. If he would have said from jump instead of just like dating me and trying to fill me out to see if i would be slave material i know this too is it hits like a personal sore in me because i know what this feels like and i just i don't want her to have to go through what i went through so i'm gonna just tell her like girl if you listen to the read you kid fury and crystal was break up with him so as a master you just got to keep it 100 you You got to be like listen i'm a master like that you just no lube Right, like I, I don't. I'm curious because it seems like. First of all, don't be out here fucking nobody with no lube, especially if it's anal. <laughs> I can't. Nah, but I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, what I'm curious about, what I'm curious about, <laughs> definitely don't be fucking nobody with no lube. I mean, well, look, niggas don't like anal apparently. I don't fuck with <laughs> anal. I, I don't. I like anal, but I mean, I haven't had it. You look, you, you lose it if you don't use it. So it ain't my I lost thing. mine. Um, I don't know how it feels. So I you don't yeah. know how it is to fuck a girl in the ass, no. I guess. Yes, yeah. right, fair yeah. enough. Pussy's just so good. That's really what it is. But listen. Agreed. All I'm saying, all I'm saying in this situation as him is like, he might think he went about it the right way. And that's that's him not being a good, he's not bad being master. a good dom. He's been a really bad master. Um, he needs to do his research because if you have multiple women, yeah. I said this on my breakup episode, if you have multiple women, you have to be prepared for multiple women these are x amount of different women different emotions different moods and you have to be able to handle them accordingly and if she's not comfortable she's not going to be any use to you because she's going to be bratty she's going to be in her feelings she's going to be emotional she's going to be in a bad mood and then that's going to put him in a bad mood and then he's going to want to punish her but there's no real justification on why she's being punished you just don't want to go through that that's why i never understood dudes that can have multiple girls in their lives i don't got enough energy for one so I don't know how to be Why doing. Are you, it. you are twenty six years old. I, I got enough energy to maybe fuck more than one. I don't got enough energy to emotionally Niggas. deal Ugh. with one. I can barely emotionally deal with myself. <laughs> I fuck out of. I gotta sit here and deal with the emotions of more than one woman. <laughs> fuck out of here. That's mad. I, I'm being real. So it's. I'm not saying that men who have multiple submissives and multiple slaves are selfish, but in his case, he's selfish. Yeah, it sounds that way. Because if he's handling you this way. I'm certain they've probably seen something and have asked questions and he completely disregarded. But 
if any man is disregarding you in that type of relationship, that means he doesn't care. Yeah. Regardless of what he's saying, because his actions are speaking otherwise. If you're voicing concerns and he's disregarding you, he does not care. Because as long as he's getting what he needs out of the relationship, then he's satisfied. And that's one way. And that's narcissistic. Break up with him, sis. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure you don't want to. I know that attachment is fucking hard. I promise you, you will live. But you need to break up with him and tell him you need to work on your friendship and your work relationship. Well, and that is it. A little personal accountability for her is that she said it. She said, I thought it was going to be more, but it's only this. Right. So she's aware. And of she it. was cool with that. Yeah. But my thing is, if you found out something and and this is to the doms and the slave masters, I mean, the masters out there. If she's found out something, if your sex slave or your submissive has concerns you need to listen don't just disregard them because you have the power as their dom or their master to do so because then you're basically sweeping things under the rug or you're putting like a lid on something that's going to eventually boil over what if they don't ignore it and they're just like it's none of your fucking business is that ignoring ignoring it? it is it if you're coming to, if they're coming to them and they're saying like on some real like outside shit, of the, the sex yeah, lady. like not just saying like I'm coming to you, I want to communicate this with you. Mm-hmm. I have concerns about X, Y, and Z. I'm feeling some type of way about X, Y, and Z. You want your look? I don't know about happy life, happy wife, happy wife, happy life, whatever. But if you want to have a successful BDSM relationship, the person who gets the most batter in the relationship, which is the submissive or the slave. You need to make sure they're happy because then you're not going to be happy and then the balance is going to be off. 100. Yeah. 100. So break up with them, girl. Cut it off because it doesn't seem like he's willing to take your feelings into consideration. And he actually does. Don't let him tell you and manipulate you with that bullshit like oh well i am a master i don't have to regard your feelings actually he does if he wants you to be a functional slave and right now it seems like you're bothered and you're not functional because of that you may seem functional to him but deep like inside you're emotionally like kind of like not broken but you're a little bothered yeah you're emotionally confused so definitely break up with him keep it friendly don't go on dates get back to color (laughs) <laughs> give it back sis give it back i don't know if you call it give it back i throw it away i threw throw the whole collar away i threw it away i was happy but yeah Jesus. you're gonna have to do that it's for your own peace of mind because you don't want to get too deep into this when he's already showing you what type of slave uh fuck what type of master, master he's gonna be so yeah that's it. It's interesting stuff. Man. Yeah, I'm so happy. I like getting emails. This humiliation shit is kind of weird, man. This was an interesting topic. I was not sure if I was going to speak on this. Like I said, I only encountered it once, twice, while I walked out naked, and then the verbal, and I broke down into like a puddle into the floor. So. I've ran, ran across some humiliation porn before. I don't right? like it. We talk about, like, we, we and Kirk talk about this often on the podcast. We're like, we always talk about porn. <laughs> not porn a lot, yeah. But, like, how, like, porn will get you get to know yourself, right? You do. So, you like, you know what you're not into. Yeah. Exactly. And I've definitely ran across some porn where, like, like I honestly, I've, like, clicked on, like, if a thing says, like, guy getting his ball stomped out, <laughs> I'll click it. I'll click it because I'm, like, wh- I'm curious yeah. as fuck. Like, what and is going on? Right to be. Right? So, I click it. Do. And then, like, in the first five seconds like she got like 18 inch stilettos and she's stomping his i clicked the shit out like i'm like i'm like oh my god why would someone do that oh my god 
feel like stop small penis <laughs> yo i don't i listen i was a, a fucked up kid too i don't know if you remember like two girls one cup yeah i do right. Whoa, that shit was bro- was that ice cream or was it really shit it was shit that's nasty. It, <laughs> yo I didn't like I seen the video, but watching the responses to the video was ten times funnier. I'm gonna give you one that I seen also as a as a kid. Oh god, that as was a kid? fucked up. This is like like yo. Well, two girls wait because I keep forgetting you. I'm like two girls, one cup. I swear I was in like high school. Now I was a little younger than that. You know, I was probably beginning of high school. Maybe what year was it? Like. Oh six. Okay, so I was out of high school. Right? Yeah, I was in college. See, I grew up. I grew up in the era where the internet was like just started booming. Yeah. Right. So like there was like uh like um funnyjunk.com. Um, What's that other one? That really bad one where yeah. people like getting killed and shit. Like yeah, that? it's like uh, people getting squished by trains and becoming uh, like mincemeat on the freaking uh, pavement. Oh, well, I remember faces of death. Um. <laughs> And then there was I forgot the the one that you're talking about. I, fuck, I know which I know what you're yes, talking about. Yes, I can't remember, but that was so, so freaking hard. On that page, I seen a video that was called "One Man One Jar." Oh shit! Right. So <gasps> I don't. Do with the jar? I, that's what I'm about to. <laughs> so this is where it goes into that whole super masochist shit, okay. and like I was. That's why a lot of shit don't surprise me because I was introduced to a lot of shit at a young age. You were introduced to a lot. A lot of shit. I mean, at clock, a young age. Clockwork Orange is one of my favorite movies. I watched that when I was like six. And I don't know if you know in Clockwork Orange. No. It's full of threesomes and like rape scenes. It's really fucked up. So anyway, <laughs> in this in this shit, you put me on. <laughs> it's fucked up. Um, and in the the one guy one jar shit, the guy, it starts with like this guy sitting there naked, like okay. dick out and all that. And he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I'm like, "What is this guy doing?" Then he pulls out a glass jar. Okay. And it's like probably like like you know like that. Oof. And all of a sudden he sits on the jar, <gasps> and the jar is going up his ass. Oh. And like I remember, me and like a wait, group, did he put it on like backwards? Backward, or? yeah. So I remember watching that shit, and like he's sitting on this jar, and this thing is going up his ass. I remember I watched it was like maybe six of my friends around like his computer in his house watching this shit, oh and we're God. like, "What the fuck is this?" Right? And then the jar breaks in his ass. Oh my God, he just ruined his large intestine. <laughs> oh Yo, my the God. jar broke in his asshole. Is he, he bleeding? He starts panicking. <gasps> Yo. I just remember, like, we turned it off. That's immediately what happened. And we just stared at each other like we might have just ruined our lives forever. You did! <laughs> like, was... I think you just ruined mine at 30. <laughs> Yo, actually, it's crazy. Imagine seeing that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't never want to. I will take your word for it. Oh, my God. He just cut everything in his ass crazy. open. Crazy. Like, you slice. They got to open your rectum. It's like... crazy. It's crazy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. oh, no, no, It's no, fucked no. up. It's fucked up. I'm a fucked up individual. <laughs> wouldn't say that i just just the fact that i've seen that at one point in my life i just feel like i'm scarred for life i don't i don't know yo i told you like my like where i when i grew up it was the era of these fucked up internet videos like kazaa had crazy ass videos that's what i'm saying (laughs) lime wire or like um the one you're talking about i forgot the fucking name of it even even like there's the um live leak like right now live leak got fucked up shit see no Right. I, but I remember, like, they would show those harsh ass videos of like people being decapitated and like hit by a bus. Oh, I forgot the name. It's like it's like morbid or something. Dot com. It was something like something that. Like it that. was so gross. Like I cannot. Like I. Mm-mm. I watch. I watch Faces of Death with my dad as a kid. <sighs> yeah. Faces of Death. Faces of Death was like those. They were like there were these VHS tapes with like these people, like people getting hit by trains. Like it was like. Why would you? Watch it's fucked that? up shit. I don't know. My dad is fucked up. So, 
<laughs> is that the reason you're fucked up? 100%. <laughs> but like, the thing is about it is that I watched it as a kid, right? But th- those VHS tapes were like myth- mythological. Like, they were like, very like, pe- rare exist? to find. Do they really exist? Like and my dad had them. them amongst each other. Yo, and the, the VHS tapes were like unmarked all black. Oh no! Like, okay, nothing good comes yo, from that. Yo, they were crazy. I, I think my dad destroyed them. Back shits. in the day, y'all already know. Y'all know y'all parents had porn tapes, and it ain't have anything on it. Uh, that tells you everything yeah. you need to know. What? I used to stroke it to find it. Like I feel like Brazilian big butts in the VHS tapes. Oh my god! You got to remember where they remind. You got to look at the number too, the time code, because you got to rewind it back shit. to that number. <laughs> Like, I can finish on this thing. Yeah, what is this thing? yeah, exactly. It's like putting water in the liquor bottle after you drink it. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, or tea, tea, definitely <laughs> like apple juice. If it's if it's like some, some cognac like or, something. or something, yeah, <laughs> badass kids. I was a badass kid. You are a wild or watching kid. porn on cable, and you always keep the last channel Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs> so like if you hear like, anything you just hit last oh uh, yeah I, I was beating my meat to cat house fuck you mean i was not uh, cat, house. cat house oh my god i was a, I was a nasty kid man it's nasty but you were a boy 100 percent. like i think we just did it out of curiosity didn't i didn't do anything for me i was just like oh that's how sex looks technically the first time i masturbated was like 10 oh that's young yeah technically i had nothing I happened though there was no finish like I, I just enjoyed. You just enjoyed the sensation. Yeah, crazy. That's also you probably n- weren't even old enough to finish. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> exactly. I, 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 but that's how I also knew that I wasn't gay, because I loved looking at women's bodies, like at ten years old. Doesn't mean anything. No, but I mean that's how I knew. I you, get but what you're the saying. thing is, not because I know my like I have cousins that are gay and they knew when they were young that they you, enjoyed looking at know. men it's, over women. Yes, it's not something that you choose. Like you really do know when you're attracted yeah. to either the same sex. Or both sexes. And that's how I knew that, like, I was really, I really yeah. loved female anatomy. you liked looking at women. Women, yeah. yeah. I was the same way. Like, in, like, high school, I'm like, do I? But I never really pursued anything until I was older. I'm like, yeah, I do. I definitely do. Porn will, porn will teach you yourself. Yeah. I, well, the only porn I can watch is Girl on Girl, so. I can't get off on any other porn. I can't get off on Girl on Girl. Is that weird? That is weird. Yeah. Well, you've had a lot of threesomes, so. No, nah, I've all like, uh. Let's relax. <laughs> I haven't had a lot of threesomes. I don't know who's listening to this oh, shit. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. Perhaps you all crazy. should listen to his podcast, I, Talking Shit Podcast. I haven't had a lot of threesomes. I've had threesomes. I just haven't had a lot of threesomes. But what I, no, but what it is for me is that I can't I can't imagine myself there. Mm. Like, I can't imagine. Like, when I'm watching two girls fuck around, I can't imagine myself there. Why? Because I'm there's there's no dick fucking a girl. Like, I can't picture myself in that situation. Like, you know what I mean? Oh like, my gosh. it's two girls fucking with each other. I can't picture myself being one because of the girls. Oh, okay. I, get what I thought you you can't picture yourself sitting watching. in the corner watching. Yeah, yeah, I right. could do that. But at the same time, I want to get involved, you know? Oh like, so, so you should watch threesome porn. I've definitely watched threesome porn. Like threesome porn. You go through my, my, my porn history. It's, it's mostly <laughs> like threesome porn and like, am, I love amateur porn. I love amateur porn too. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Tumblr is the shit. Like it's like the holy grail of amateur uh, porn. You're not lying. Yeah. Like real some real. Anyway, I'm I'm, I'm taking a whole podcast <laughs> in a whole weird porn direction. Because we started talking about humiliation yes. with the dude Humiliation's in the freaking jar. But, jar with uh, his asshole. Yeah, so that's been, you know, this episode. <laughs> We're going to end it right there because yeah. and that's a good humiliation. Again, it'll take a lot out of you. But yeah, so this has been episode 10 of Weekly with Kiki. And I was reminded to always tell people to rate, 
please subscribe. Please follow me on iTunes. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on SoundCloud. I feel like I'm on Google Play as well. You can find me almost on every, you know, on every platform. Wherever you listen to podcasts. So yes. Rate, rate, rate. Subscribe. Follow. Uh, of course, you can always follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, kinks with kiki that's k-e-k-e if you have any more questions you can dm me or you can email me i would prefer if you emailed me it would be a lot easier to maintain because my dms on top of you all emailing me questions i'm also getting random ass dick pics i'm getting random ass like Yo, propositions many proposals shit, like so, i mean many really shit. so yeah definitely email me kinks with kiki at gmail.com and until next time, hopefully the you know the plan is for the next episode to be a little bit more lighthearted. We won't be talking about drinking pissy shit and you know stuff like that. So disgusting. Uh, until next time, people, be great. Peace.